Okay, so we have a, a lot to discuss, uh, Baruch Hashem. Let's go, before we go back to Ramesh's Truva, he's talking about Tila and how universal it is, and when got into uh, B'nai Nayach, and Ramesh started off saying that they have Zion Mitzvahs, plus a few more. This is not on the list, and according to the Rambam, if there's a chiv every day, that can't be a chiv on Goyim, they want to volunteer. As long as they're volunteering and they know that it's not a chiv, they're not making up their own partial list of mitzvahs, they can get schar as an enim mitzvah v'isa. Ramosha is tonight, later on, if we get to it, going to launch into the second part, and that is Tfilabe Sarah is so pushed that even Goyim are mitzvah, but it's a function of basic bitachon, and that's why we started the sugi with this tshuva, and Ramosha has quite a few interesting rayas. But before we get to that, so I wanted to first touch upon what we were discussing about the mezuzah. Are you the one who said you should put an empty case? So that was somebody sitting in your row, somebody associated with Tzvi. I don't remember who. You have a whole cast of, um, of help over there. The last five minutes of this year, wasn't you? Maybe it was Chaim. Uh, the is not an isolated incident where the Umasalam, some of them found out that uh, Mezuzah is a Helegazach. They don't know what that part exactly what that means, but they think it's some sort of muzzle charm, which it also brings muzzle and Siat and Shmira, but it's a separate mitzvah. That's important because Mitzvah Kavana, which we're going to get into. Every Sogya needs a treatment of where Mitzvah Kavana fits in, especially Tvila, which is down the road. But for now, if you have a Yid who puts up a mezuzah, an unlettered, nice guy, means well, and you ask him, why'd you put the mezuzah in the door? He knows the mezuzahs. He says, oh, yeah, that brings good luck. If that's the only reason, if they're not aware it's a Mitzvah Teresa, which is a lot of Amaratzes, but you can have such a thing. He's a good year. He's, he's learning. So he thinks he's on his way, starting at the beginning of the process. So we try to get him to do mezuzah. That's often an easy sell. And uh, you don't have to put mezuzah on every day. So it's an easier sell. <laughs> it's, uh, trilling is also, but then you have to have good machshavas. And uh, mezuzah, you put on the door, they're happy to do it because they look at his mazel. If you're doing that as a cure moment, or talking to somebody who's basically keeping the mitzvahs but doesn't know it's a positive. That can happen also. Because I had to inform him or remind him that it's a mitzvah deraisa. It also brings yatashmayashmir. If you think it's only a mazel charm, you're probably not yetzim. Mitzvah sikhs kavon. It's a mitzvah deraisa. Just that's pashut. And once we're on the subject, the guy doesn't know that he's not machayiv in the mitzvah, and he wants the mezuzah though, and he's renting and he wants. You'd uh, leave it there. The previous tenant was a yid, or you're selling him the house, and he wants you to leave it there. So this sugiya starts off on the wrong foot, and if you can get out of it, get out of it, because you can't guarantee that uh, he's going to move out and then, or have his kids will be running the house, and they're, they're going to be mavazet. It's not a good matzah. For Chachila, this is certainly not going to be. We're just trying to justify. Is there any hetero? Moshe has a tshuva, and he talks about me, Tzadeva, if they really want it. Or Hefzid, he's not going to rent it otherwise. What would be the din then? But there is a chashash bizayin. There's a chashash of doing things that are not proper in front of a mezuzah. 
I'm not talking about changing diapers. That is a Shiloh, but that's not the Shiloh here. Okay, you, if you're leaving it for him, you make a double covering, and you do what you can. But Lamaisa, can he volunteer? He says, no, I heard it's a mazel thing, and it's also a mitzvah. I say, Lee, it's sir. If you tell him it's a mitzvah, I should be teaching him Torah. He says, can I volunteer the mitzvah? So based on what we saw last week, Ramesha started the tshuva pointing out that he can volunteer any mitzvah as long as he doesn't think he's mechuyiv, and he wants to volunteer, so he'll get schar as an ena mitzvah Is that true? Is everything I just said true? It just seems to fit in. So not really. The Radvaz, on this Ramam, we're going to start off with your single page. The Radvaz thinks, says as far, and others agree, later Rachmanim agree, that if it's a mitzvah involving Kedusha, it's a Gede which needs some work, because every mitzvah has Kedusha. But we know there's a Chesesha Kedusha, like Stam, Sefer Tzvah and then there's a Luluv, which is a Chesesha Mitzvah. It's all Halig to some degree, but the Radvaz is going to spell out, and we'll see it inside, that even if a guy volunteers a mitzvah, he can volunteer Luluv, which would look odd if he wants to come to Shul and shake it. It's probably better to dissuade him. If he wants to take it at home, and one of the workers at the thing, he goes to the Shulker of Sukkot, and everybody's all excited to buy Luluv, and he's quietly asked the boss, can I take one of these home? So the boss said, what do you want it for? He says, I, I want to shake it. Uh, when's Lakato uh, Chandayam if he shakes it Hanukkah, that's like davening after the Zman. Is that a good marshal? Well, that's a good marshal. Since we're in Hochul So, no, he shouldn't make a bracha. Ashek uh, Zivanu. If he's a Sfardi guy, he certainly shouldn't because the women don't. And if he's an Ashkenazi guy, it's still a jump because we women are in the parsha of mitzvahs. He's not. I don't. I wouldn't counsel him to make a bracha. That would be a, a chiddush on the Ramah, which the Ramah probably wouldn't say. Good question. I'm glad you brought it up. So you know, he wants to, wants to take it home. So that's what the Ramah's talking about. He can volunteer a mitzvah and get and a mitzvah Can he do that by mezuzah? Let's say we take care of the bizayin aspect. It's a fine, upstanding guy. It's not going to be a bizayin and it's a long-term lease, and it's protected, is that okay? So the Radva suggests no, when it comes to Inyani Kedusha, Tashmishi Kedusha, then he has no Shaykhs, which is a fascinating chilek, and therefore it's even going to be very bedievid on that front. Take a look at your single page, which I had a copy of. Here, I'll take one if you have one. One more from the back. So I just took Sodex. Now here it is, now I found it. I got it. So, this is Perikyot Hochaz Malachim, Take a look at Lachayun. Ben Naya Sharatza Lassas Mitzvah Mishar Mitzvah Terek de la Kabal Schar. Ain Mainin Osa Lassas Osa Kilchosa. Be Medayak in the Ram Mam is he Medayak in every Ram Mam. We don't go around encouraging it. Uh, we don't even have the resources and time to go around being Makar of the Gain for the Zion Misses because we haven't finished with every Yid who needs to be Makar of. We're certainly not going to encourage this. There's no Chiv. Ram Mam says, Ain Mainin Osa. We don't stop him. We don't encourage it or really talk about it, but then he's going to want to start learning about all sorts of things, which I guess once he's taken Lulav, he can ask which side up and how to do it. Is that included in teaching Terry to Gaim? On the one hand, you would say, yeah, it's got to be us, or Shaykh is he at the Lulav. According to this, if he wants to do it already, and he said, how do you do it? Chaira, there wouldn't be an issue teaching Terry. Don't go into the Nyani Kabbalah and the, the Ramazim and the Abraminim, but Chaira, you could tell him what to do. But we don't encourage it. Notice how it's only an oila. He can't bring any other carbon. That's based on Xeris Kosov, and there's a very interesting hashkafa behind that. Bikits uh, are nimrut to that hashkafa. Why can't bring a shlaman? It's tastier. Well, you don't get anything. 
And if he's not just spending a lot of money, if he wants to bring something, he'd appreciate the shlomo more. So the answer is, is that um, the, I can't say the, the Gaisha cup, I don't mean that in a negative way. That's just the philosophy. You see that by the other religions, one very large one that we're in close proximity to in America. Uh, you'll figure out what I mean if you haven't already. Uh, they hold that if you want Kedusha and, um, and you're really holy, so don't get married, don't have a family, don't do this, don't do that. We have no shaykhs to that hashkafa. One is not. If it's a mitzvah, <laughs> then you do the mitzvah, and that's a kedusha, and it has nothing to do. The aestheticism of that religion is made up. And like any false religion, if you don't know what you're doing, you'll take certain things, pick and choose, or cherry picking already is a problem, and then you'll overemphasize it's not supposed to be overemphasized, and underemphasize it. Without midas means measures. If you don't have any midas, you don't have any uh, baseline, you don't have any Masera, you're not going to get it right. So if you have a situation where you bring a carbon, their thought process is if you're doing something for God, so do it all the way, bring an Allah. Come Allah Hashem. Allah is very halig. I mean, more than Hashem in certain aspects, but that's not the only option of Avodah Hashem. For them, it is. Because for them, it's more black and white. And you say, well, so why is there a din based on their Kerma Ashkafa? It's not. Part of the Ashkafa is based on the, we'll call it streamlined, more simplistic way of being Avodah Hashem, and they can't handle the hybrid as well. That's a very deep, what I just said, needs an hour Hezber. But it's exactly Kosov, and they can only bring an Olam. Now, take a look first at the Radvaz on the top right-hand side. Benosha Ratzalasa's mitzvah, and Ratzalasa's Ba'imoshin Etzavala tells the exception number one if he holds that this is his new religion and he has 42 mitzvahs, he has 77, then we don't allow him because you can't make up your own religion, you can't make up your own rules. But if he knows, I'm not but I want to do some extra mitzvahs and I'll get some schar. It's a lot of schar. It's a lot of schar. That's okay. We don't encourage it. We don't stop him. So now the Radvaz adds, All three to this. He says, I am nervous. And I think we should be machmeh. If we can, we should stop them. So now mezuzah, putting mezuzah in the hands of this fellow, even if you tell him, good luck charm is a bizarre. So you tell him, no, it's a mitzvah. Okay, so he says, mitzvah? I know, it's a rambam. It's like a volunteer mitzvah. He says, yeah, you, you didn't look at the radvaz. <laughs> the radvaz says, uh, yeah, mezuzah you shouldn't be doing. So it's not great. And the chashash bizarre. Ramesha says, if after all said and done, there's going to be a chashash ever, a big hefzid, then what's not us, what's not us. And even the radvaz does not it, he says, lushen, I'm nervous about it. So if you're putting tefillin on somebody for a Kiruv uh, moment, that's great to make sure um, the guf being nucky in America is a pretty safe chance. Malshavas Tahir is less safe, but we hope that he'll clear his head and focus on what you're about to show him he should be saying. And then you've got to make sure he's Jewish because you don't want to start up with this Radvaz unnecessarily. Those are, the, uh, those are the rules. Look now at the next page. You think that was a little controversial. So, um, 
take a look at page two. This next Rambam Lachir Aleph should be pretty famous. It's not really famous enough because people are confused about this. And Baruch Hashem, you can't misquote anything we're going to say because it's all being videoed in triplicate. So watch uh, with that with that disclaimer. So we already have a madrega of a guy who's not doing averis, but Lavdavka. Does he know that there might be more out there? And that's fine. We don't encourage it, as we just said. If he finds out he wants to do Lulav or host of other mitzvahs, then we don't stop him and he's in mitzvah and he gets schar. What happens if you have a nice guy who is a proper fellow and he happens not to eat Aver Menachai, which is one of the easier ones today, and Gilarash Fichasam of Arazara? little challenging some of those uh, things. If you're in a red state, you run a higher chance uh, statistically of not doing Hapalas or Uber, which is Betzicha for them, and hopefully if you're religious in nature, not getting into Gili Arayas. And then, see, so you took care of Betzicha and Gili Arayas, Avodah is the old Machlekes, whether it's Christianity is Avodah or not for them. For us it is. And what do you have left? You have Dinim. So Dinim they actually do. Not that smooth, you got to uh, enact just laws that are kafi the Zion mitzvahs, not against the Zion mitzvahs, and have a system. But uh, the more religiously inclined do that. So that's the mitzvah of dinim. And makal Hashem, if he's religiously inclined, he's not going to look to be makal Hashem. You have to almost be a half a time of chacham to know how to do that. There are certain rules and regulations. So that's not that popular. So we're good to go. So he's keeping the Zion mitzvahs. So what would you call what? Gezel, I, maybe I shouldn't have presupposed that. You, you can't take home paper clips from the office. That's probably why they did away with paper clips, as they're trying to do away with paper. Uh, probably other things you could steal, like um, USBs or something like that. But uh, intellectual property is a shayla, by the way. If they steal that, I wouldn't uh, give Saif just yet. That's going to be a D in Lhasa Lava. Uh, I know that's a big thing in, in your neck of the woods. But, uh, but yeah, Gezel could be, uh, could be an issue for Yidin and for Gaim. So, the million dollar question is if you have a guy like this and he's keeping things and he happens to be, um, there's one congregation with X amount of members somewhere in Texas that actually keeps it because they know that Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu to put it in the Torah and remind the Gaim about it, not because Nayak kept it. That's a pretty tall order, but they know all that. Uh, that leaves 300 million others. 150 million of them approximately aren't keeping these things already. So let's talk about the other 150 million. The numbers are approximate. Uh, right? There are about 300 million people in the country. It's pretty deadlocked. Uh, so is he uh, Tzadik, Abenani? Is he Chasidim Zayulam? That's what I'm getting to. Chasidim Zayulam is bandied around a lot. And the Rambam, it's amazing this wasn't censored, this next one. I'm not even reading from the Rambam that talks about Christianity and Islam that was censored and now put back. This Rambam was never censored. That means uh, he didn't realize the significance of this. I guess it wasn't attacking any particular religion, but he's talking about somebody who's religious for a different reason, usually belong to a different religion, and he's keeping the Zionists. He's just not keeping it because he thinks that it was given to Moshe Rabbeinu B'Sinai to tell the Yidin Tayag and to tell the Gayim Zion Plus. So how bad is that? Well, it's good that he's keeping it. That's always good. And I firmly believe Enoch Baruch Hu Mekapeh Schaer Kalberia would apply over here. They get some sort of Schaer. 
Adam Atsuvaisa is better because he knows that he's doing a mitzvah that Hashem commanded. Here, he doesn't think that it came through Moshe Messina. That's not great. But at least he's not doing Averis. That's Amayla. Question is, can you call him Chassidim Mitzvayim the fact that he's keeping them? So the Ramam is going to be very, very clear on this, and then we'll discuss how it applies to that street in Muncie. Do the streets in other cities also, I think in Montreal, other places. What? Do we say Mitosh Shalolishma, Balishma for God? I'll, I'll tell you the problem is, Mitosh Shalolishma, Balishma, as a clearly spells out, and he's not the only one, but he has a long treatment of it. He has, he has the Kula the, where he talks about, not a Kula, it's just a fact. He says you've got to try to increase the Lishma. You might never get to 100%, just keep trying, and the goal should be to do things Lishma. Maybe you'll get a mitzvah too uh, once in a while that 100% Lishma is Gavaldic, but the rest is Gavaldic also. You have to know that you're aiming to get there. If you're an Akum and you don't even know that there's a Matzave that Hashem gave the mitzvah through Moshe Ben Sinai, how in the world can you be Lishma if you don't know enough to even get Lishma? So I think there would have been a concept if they know where they're going. Right, exactly. That's the problem, right? Exactly. The shame, the civilized society, whatever ism they believe in, uh, which is better than nothing. Shaila is that make a chsidim asylum. So let's see the Ramam, Allah Yiralaf. Kal makabel sheva mitzvahs v'nizal asesim. Now makabel is an interesting word. A guy doesn't have to be. We have plenty. Um, a guy doesn't have to be. Shouldn't have to be makabel zay mitzvahs. There mitzuva v'aimid. So why does the Rambam say kol makabel? Because unfortunately the facts are is that most of the time they weren't keeping them, and avodazara certainly, which usually came with giliyarayis and mitzicha. So the Rambam says the chazaka was they weren't keeping it, so they're not for the right reasons. So they have to be makabel. That's a fascinating word already because they really shouldn't be necessary for a Kabbalah. The Kabbalah Baba Kama says, Ahmad Viter, that the Shem took away like the schar from them because they weren't doing it. They have to like now come in, which is a fascinating concept. But Mikardin, obviously, they were Mechayiv. Now they have to state that fact. Certainly, to live in Eitzisrael, if you take a Gerataishiv, it's got to come in front of a Bastin and register. He's keeping Zion Mitzvahs. Why does he have to register he's keeping Zion Mitzvahs? He's Mechit. Of course he's keeping Zion Mitzvahs. The answer is he's probably not. If you want to live in Yisrael, you've got to be a from guy. So he's got to officially register. So call Makabal, Sheva Mitzvahs, Veniza La Saison. He's Makabal, and he follows through. Neither are Pashit. Hareze Mechaside Umas Eilum. Now, what does that title get you? Probably a very good Chayl Ganelam Haba. Not necessarily our section, but. Elam Haba is a big place, plenty of room for everybody who does the right thing. And Chassidim Zaylam, obviously the Rambam is in the, in the Yad, it's not philosophy, it's also philosophy. The Rambam in the Yad is telling you, Lamaisa, there's a category here called Chassidim Zaylam, it's a very important category, and it would be well worth their while to declare and follow through to get into this category. Wherever that is. Now here's the line that a lot of people don't know. Now you'll say a lot of these 150 million know that on some level, maybe, but not the next line. Now you'll say they know that also. They do. If you ask any uh, Bible-carrying guy, you'll say, well, where'd you get these laws from? He'll say, what do you mean? The, the Jews left Egypt. There was the Exodus, as it says in this week's Parsha, not coincidentally. And then Moses uh, got the uh, tablets, uh, is that what they call them? Uh, that's not a Rahmat uh, Lutzlan, a. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's 
today you gotta like retranslate everything. Got the Asaris Adibris, let's stick to Lashna Kaidish, be a lot safer. Uh, so got the Asaris Adibris, so a guy would tell you that if he was knowledgeable, but that's clearly not gonna help over here. Because if he says the next line, and then somebody came and changed it and had the right to, then he just fell off a cliff. The Ramam is clear, it's not a din of Moshe Rabbeinu, it's a din in understanding your Chayvazai misses because Hashem said so, not because somebody who was an Apicarius ratified it and said, you still got to keep it. Because if he would have changed it and said, you don't have to keep it, I don't even know what he said, by the way. He might have said that uh, is not like he changed everything and dropped 90% of it. So you have to be keeping it because Moshe Rabbeinu said, these are the mitzvahs and they never change. That last part is a little bit sketchy, more than a little bit sketchy. So I don't know, and the Ram doesn't talk about that. Well, he does. The next part is the part that was censored. So he sort of does talk about it. He says they can't change anything. So that's why it's next to the part that was censored, but they didn't censor this, which is fascinating. And uh, this line also needs Hezber. Not for now. Why did they have to know that Moshe Rabbeinu said in the Torah they brought down from Arsinai, the Benenach, Mikaydim Estavabahem? The Ramah the Perish Roshnayis goes out of his way to say, we don't keep getting on Rosh because Yaakov got the mitzvah. There's a whole shtickle on this. We keep it because of Har Sinai. We got the Torah. The historical context was put over there. Al's Tameh Mitzvahs, which is not the only Tameh Mitzvahs. So, why does the Ramah say the same thing over here? Nayak got it, but we got it on Har Sinai, and so did you. And it was given to you, and the fact that Nayak kept it is because Nayak got it also, but that has nothing to do with you. The Ramah doesn't say that. That needs Hezber. Not for now. Can't answer all the kashas. But it's important for them to know that it's part of their Messiah, even though the only reason the Chayev is because of Maimon Harsinai, to an extent, which is fascinating. So, if it goes off the tracks afterwards and they think they can change things, it's hard to know how that affects things. So we'll leave that open. Aval, im asam ibne hechrahadas. This next line couldn't be more clear. However, you touched the line before. Awesome, Nehechradas. If he does it because he's a nice guy and he thinks for a civilized society, you shouldn't have Ritzicha, that makes sense. Shouldn't have Gazela, that makes sense. Shouldn't have even Achai, well, the Peter people happen to be correct about that, even though we don't like to give them any. They happen to be correct because that's probably one of the Tamiya Mitzvahs, but even if we could do it with anesthesia, it would still be awesome. So, I'm not giving PETA any credit for thinking they're just doing it based on their hergish, and most of the time their application is going too far. One of the reasons for Eben is probably Tzar Ba'al which we hold of. So, Hechradas means he figured it out. He wouldn't do Eben Achai, Tzar Ba'al And he doesn't do Gzela because he's in his society, you know. So why isn't he doing Gilead Arias? As I alluded to a couple of weeks ago, unfortunately, that's the big, big explosive question that's happening now as we uh, speak week by week. And uh, the Pasha says, logically, there's come out nothing left already, and there's not going to be anything left, because if you follow to his logical conclusion, why is anything on the books? And a liberal might attempt to give you an answer to that. He's going to say, oh, well, it's not good for society. Why would you decide? It's all based on... Mosaic law from Akash Baruch Hu. <laughs> you decided that it's stylish, so we're going to make the cut a point over here. That's ridiculous. So, Hechradas means he feels this the way it is. He doesn't realize he feels the way it is because they came from the same tradition before they got rid of 95% of it. So, Hechradas, the Ramam says, 
doesn't make him chassidim asylum because he's not keeping it because Hashem said so. He's keeping it because he feels good about it or it's practical for society. Again, it's better than nothing and it doesn't mean he's a Russia and I believe so maybe I'll get some schar, but are you asking, is he get his animal to vote? Are you asking? I don't think so, because he's not even doing it to volunteer for a mitzvah, because there's no, either there's no mitzvah, if he doesn't believe in God, there are people who wouldn't steal, they don't believe in God. Or he doesn't believe in Tarmi Sinai, or he doesn't believe that it's based on the fact that I got the Maseira. He's doing it in a hechra hadas. I don't know how many people fit into this category, but there definitely are people like this. That is not chasidim mesayilam. Ain't zeger teishev, Therefore, he can't live in Israel. He can't register as a Gerataishev. You ready for the last two words? I'll get to your question in a minute. There's two Girsas over here. The Sefer Girsa, maybe that's why the printers went with it, because this would have been censored otherwise, is Ella, what you have in front of you. Ella Michachamayan. Smart guy, shtickle philosopher, proper guy. He's not Chasidus Elam. He's a Chacham. We'll give him a compliment. The other Girsa runs something to the effect of he's not even smart because he has a moving goalpost and if you feel like doing something tomorrow your children or the next generation will feel like doing something else and society will crumble. So the second Girsa is probably actually more factual but this one is a possibility but he's not Hasidim Asylum. Yes? It's saying that um, they're higher than, than these because it was given by given to Moshe to tell us that it's a Messiah from Noach. That part's interesting because we don't keep Gid on Russia. We didn't because it was given to Yaakov Inu. And we don't keep Bris Mila because it was given to Avinu. Right. The Ramah makes that clear in the parish of Mishnah. Why over here it has to go back to Mafreya to Noach needs some Hezber, but that's not an inherent problem because if he knows all that and he knows that Moshe Ben brought it down, which your average uh, guy knows. The shaila is what happens if he thinks afterwards that somebody's allowed to change it, then he doesn't really have Torah's Moshe straight. Now, that might or might not affect Zion Mitzvahs. Well, maybe it didn't affect it practically, but it certainly could, because if you could change if humans can change things, then you're still in the wrong religion, and there are only two religions, Yiddishkeit, with Tariq Mitzvahs, and Zion Mitzvahs. There are no more. So, Islam doesn't spell that part out. He sort of, when he goes to discuss how bad they went off, he starts discussing that he alludes to it, but it's pretty clear that if they're going by a different rule book, and their rule book is you could change it, or somebody did change it, and they have the right to change it, they wouldn't be chesidim zeilim, especially if they're but even according to the shita that they're not, then they, according to the Ramam, it still wouldn't be pushing. When, when were they commanded? They, they weren't at Sinai. So Noyach, they, uh, they actually were. Uh, that we have uh, many Midrashim that they were offered the entire set of mitzvahs, and they turned it down for various reasons. One couldn't handle Ritzicha, one couldn't handle, which everybody asked the obvious kasha. What do they couldn't handle Ritzicha? Ritzicha is one of the Zion mitzvahs. All the Midrashim talk about things they're high in anyway. So, that we once had a share on that, but we can't do Chazan edit. But that's an Herakan. But they were offered, they were told about it. They were reminded, they were told, they even offered more. All, all the, Hashem, Hashem went to all the Umasalam, or the side of the Umasalam, however the conversation took place, but they were offered. And then Yeshua has a Tzivoy, which we're going to get to in Passaic one of these uh, months. So it's not early in. Uh, we write the whole Torah or the highlights of Shiloh Water on huge rocks so that they can come and investigate. So if they can kind of later, we didn't have a chance. Like they can investigate, so what about Garam? They can become Garam, at least investigate the Zion misses. So they got plenty of opportunities. 
And they decided that they're making a new religion and they could change things, which is not true. Which I live, would it take away the chesidim zayelam? Well, if it's chashash of azar, so they would. Even if it's not, I'm chayshish it would also. The street I alluded to, not the street, the person. So I please don't misquote this part because there's nothing negative over here. I just want to correct terminology. I'm going to get them. Uh, we'll, we'll say the name. It's a, it's a good name, actually. Terminology is very important in sugyas. As a matter of fact, it's half the sugya usually. So we don't just translate or mistranslate things. And location is important, and how you translate things in English is important, and nuances are important. And haraya, if you ever read anything from a reporter, which you try not to do too often, you'll see that they could take the same facts and sometimes just leave most of them out or just outright lie. And even when not doing that, they'll use words that have a different mashmos because they want to slant it in their direction. You could do that with almost anything. That's why for the Messiah and for Halacha, very important not to do that. That's the only reason I'm mentioning what I'm about to mention. And that is that uh, we need friends and we'll take any friends we can get as a general introduction, certainly during a wartime or a pogrom or a holocaust. And as you know from the Holocaust, we didn't have too many friends. And that's why so many people were killed. They were killed because of Zayra from Akash Baruch Hu, but people had Bechira on what they were going to try to do. And then we had some notable exceptions, which for a guy to get involved then is really heroic. And they're dangerous, and some of them actually got killed. And they did it because they were civil and nice, and they felt what was done was what was going on was horrible and atrocious, and they want to do something for society. And there were people like that. And since then, we have taken pains, as should be, to find out who they were, write their names down, honor them. And that is certainly within the Takana, the Gemara and Gittin of Mepharnesin Ani Akam Ani when you can make a Roshim and help them out. We can't use most of our resources for that, but when you can do it and make a Roshim, that's a Kiddush Hashem, and it's also important for God's conditions, Mitam Eva, to thank at least the ones, the 1% or whatever it was that helped out. Obviously, Hakaras HaTayv is an order on a basic Midos level and is an order for a uh, practical level that you want to thank your friends and let your enemies know that you didn't do the right thing. And we've been doing that ever since, and that is all positive. If you ask somebody, and there's a whole list, you go to... I'm not saying you should go, that's a different uh, schmooze, but if you've ever seen lists of uh, what they label as Hasidim Asylum, that's what we're getting to, um, the list will be, unfortunately, there were hundreds of millions of Goyim, most of them either did absolutely nothing, looked the other way, or actively involved in the atrocities, but at least there's a list of more than one name, more than ten, more than a hundred of those Yechidim who got involved. If you stop at anybody in the street and you ask them, uh, give me a name of one. Most of these names, you know, Polish, Hungarian, uh, Swedish names, hard to pronounce in the first place, uh, and if you're not a historian. But if you're a Stama guy on the street who's uh, not up on all the history and learning a lot and trying to work and pay the bills, and you were asked, give me one name, which name would you give me? <laughs> Avi, it's always good to have you. <laughs> so I there's no street named after him. He was a great guy, by the way. A great, uh, really was nice and nefesh. What? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and the, the name sounds, I guess he was German, not Jewish, right? Because I have to, ones I know are from, the, the ones I have to know a few of them. So he was, uh, he was German, and uh, he was nice and nefesh. Okay, that's two names, but you won't come up with more than two while you're still, and you can't start looking on your tablet, even two tablets. You can't. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so the other name is Wallenberg. 
I just for Muncie's we have a street uh, very close by, and I think they have one maybe in Montreal. There are other there are other cities that have it, and it's certainly a very inspiring story. And he was very heroic, and he was Mozenefish. So whatever we're going to comment in the next few minutes is not going to take away from that. We're not looking for the bad. He was Mozenefish, and we can use as many friends as we can. And he literally you know jumped on trains, saved lives, and it's all true. And we have survivors who came to America and to Canada afterwards, they to Israel, who tell the story. And it's, a, it's an amazing story. I didn't do in-depth research, but what I know about him, he was a nice guy, young guy, energetic, wanted to make a ration, wanted to do something right. It's interesting. He had an idea before he even took this job to do something, which is nice. He went in with the Kavan. It's not shy he was there. And the, it was a very complex uh, thing. The CIA was behind putting him there in conjunction with uh, his, the, the jury's still out how much more uh, America could have done. It's certainly a lot more. And FDR didn't fare well. But toward the end of the war, remember, I mentioned here last week to explain this looks hard. Hungary, it's, it's scary. Whenever you repeat the story, we're talking about 1944. That's like, it wants to make you cry when you hear that just if you know the war started people being shipped off um, 39 or when they attacked Poland it was already uh, the beginning of the end 44 so most people in Hungary thought they would weather the storm and uh, at this point uh, everybody knew what was going on and they had to do something so they're basically working on getting hiring people to go into Hungary to save people which is everyone saved is now a whole family with children grandchildren great grandchildren I, t- I think one of them is sitting here, right? Your mother was there, right? Okay. So, so this is not just Hungary. It's uh, Hungary, the, the Galila Sov. So, and that's why he's here, by the way. Because it was 40... Anybody in the 41, 42, there are very, very few survivors. You can't stay in Auschwitz for four years. There are those who survive, but the numbers are, are, are not there. So the numbers here are pretty dismal also. We're talking about um, six, seven, eight hundred thousand Jews going into it, and they managed before Wallenberg was even sent there by the people who sent him, they shipped off 400,000 in a few months because they already had everything down to a science. So he shows up. This is already past uh, February, March, April, May. He shows up somewhere at the beginning of the summer, I think, and, and he rolls up his sleeve. He wants to get down to work. And what he accomplished in just a few months before... It was getting very uncomfortable for him. He started sleeping in a different uh, protective house every night because he knew that they were trying to get rid of him. But it was tremendous. If it's uh, whatever the numbers are, some say uh, 5, 10, 20, 30, whatever the numbers are, now they're exponential. And no matter what his reason was, if it was just pure humanitarian, no doubt my mind, he gets schar. So that's clear enough. I'm just commenting on the words Hasidium Masailam, if you read this Ramam, clearly have no shaykhs whatsoever. Because, and I try, you never know somebody's motives. From what I understand, my brief, quick reading over the years is that he was a very nice person, wanted to make a Roshim, very brave and very smart. And he also, interestingly enough, held he was part Jewish, which the historians say was like maybe 116th. But he, held, he was proud of it. Like, it's interesting. A guy from Sweden would be proud, like most uh, people would hide it. Uh, he was proud. He was from uh, somewhat of an aristocratic family. And he said, um, I'm, I'm, I'm part Jewish, I'm part Wallenberg, I'm going to succeed. Didn't say Zicha. 
Uh, he wasn't that uh, smart. He picked up Hungarian pretty quickly. So he really had good intentions to do something. He's there, and some people getting killed. It didn't seem to have anything to do whatsoever with the Amanifcher per se, or the fact that there's a chiv to get involved. How does, there's no chiv to get involved, not one of his Zion Mitzvahs. It's certainly a tremendous chus. He did it from a point of view that had nothing to do with understanding that if he keeps the Zion Mitzvahs, which he probably did, he's keeping it because it's given to Moshe Sinai as part of a Messiah, because he was not particularly from the people he saved. He, wasn't, he shouldn't have been. He wasn't looking to save from Friday. He was saving people because he identified with them. He knew he was mostly or half Gaish, but he felt this is an Avla and you've got to do something. And that's tremendous. That does not make him Hasidi Umas It's just a mistranslation. I'm okay with the English righteous Gentile because he's righteous. If you're going to be brave and save people, you're righteous on your own level. That doesn't... Chassidim is a halachic term. How do I know that? Because the Ramah takes an entire halach in the middle of Hochem for five lines to explain to us what that halachic term means. So that's the only reason I'm bringing it up. That doesn't take away from regardless of what he did. It just... There's so many good expressions you can use. Call him the, a hero. Call him a wonderful person, a humanitarian, wonderful midas, brave. You get a lot of compliments. And show your akaris atayv. Don't use Hasidim Zalim because that phrase means something up here. You could say Or if that's the Girsa. The other Girsa is Aina Afilu Michachameim. That's the problem. So, but it's certainly not Hasidim Zalim. But I don't think that takes away. It takes away that if he had access to Messiah, I don't know, maybe he was religious in his private life. And maybe if you'd ask him, he'd say, yeah, it was given to Moses at Mount Sinai. And, but I'm a Christian. So then the, that's the Shiloh, what you do with that in the context of this Rambam. But there's no, you can't buy into Hasidim Mitzayilam, even if you have the tremendous discourse of saving a lot of people, and it's, the discourse is unparalleled. I'm not ta- no one's taking away, and as I said, I'm just trying to touch up what fits in. Not everybody who does tremendous things is Hasidim Mitzayilam, just like not everybody who does a mitzvah, if they don't know about mitzvahs, they don't believe, they claim they don't believe in Hashem, they can't get schar because you can't be Yetzir Mitzvah unless you have kavana. And mitzvah is kavana. That means you need to assume there's a matzavah and a matzuvah and a mitzvah. It could be privately very religious and could be that's there and then you have to know what's shot in the Rambam if you hold somebody could change the rules. But it's not pushed it fits into this phrase. That's all I'm pointing out. Again, that doesn't take away in Halavai. The other umasalevam uh, should be into saving innocent people and uh, standing up for what's right. On that positive note, we will... Davon Meyer.